So many things are coming to pass for the church. And um, it's been um, almost overwhelming. The things, some of the things I can't share uh, openly and publicly yet because uh, certain people want to remain anonymous. Um, but needless to say, we got another check in the mail today. Where does it come from? How does it happen? Um, it's because of several things, but more than anything, it is the ability to tap into the faith of God um, through the spirit of God. And um, there's so many connectors as it pertains to faith and imagination. I will say this. You cannot use your faith without using your imagination. When people are depressed, their imagination is suppressed because they cannot see themselves getting out of that situation. You, you ever heard someone say, I can't, I can't see myself coming out? What are they talking about? Well, they're in the present. Nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. You could, somebody can give you a million dollars tomorrow, right? But what were they looking at? They were looking at the present circumstances. And when they say, I can't see myself coming out of this, what are they saying? Even in my wildest dream, even in my imagination, I can't get my imagination to hope for better. Anybody ever been there? Wow, that many people? So you've been in a situation where, I mean, I don't care what you're in, but your, your own mind imagination could not see a way out. Y'all, that's demonic. Somebody say amen. amen. That's satanic. And that's what he wants you to do. He wants to put pressure on you. And you think about it. I think about the things in you know, in elementary, I thought the world was going in. Or, or, you know, some girl didn't like me in middle school. It was all over, right? But whatever stage you're in, in life, you got to tap into your imagination. Now, New Ages, you know, even on YouTube, they got all these commercials about the penal gland. I don't know if you've heard of this or whatever. Tapping into all this. Y'all, listen to what I'm saying. Okay. Stop listening to that. Don't read that stuff. Somebody say amen. amen. You don't have to. Everybody say, this is my Bible. <laughs> right. I believe. I am. What it says I am. I can do. 
what it says I can do, I can have what it says I can have. Y'all, that's all you need. Do you understand this? Now, if God is the originator, yeah, then there are a lot of duplicators and imitators, yes? And the enemy, I want you to understand, has no original thought. There is nothing that Satan uses that's his. Do you understand this? Now, I'm going to tell you, that's a paradigm shift when you really start thinking, because so often people think that this is what's antiquated and old, and what's going on now is the new stuff. It's so funny that now you got black people burning sage. But they call this outdated. Somebody say amen. amen. Don't know why they're doing it. Don't know where it comes from. And here's what they say. Now, if, you, if you're writing, you should write a lot of things down. Now, mama, you're going to have to mute your phone if you're in church. Okay. All right, I'm just playing with her. It's my mom I love. Okay, so y'all, think about this. There is nothing original with Satan. Now write some things down, please, if you're writing. This term called energy, right? They say a lot of stuff with energy. They say lose stuff with energy. Yeah? It's all energy. Whenever you see energy, replace it with spirit. Replace it with demon. That's all, it, that's all they're talking about. Somebody has bad energy, right? I ain't like her energy. Well, they used to say spirit, right? She had a bad spirit or something like that. But y'all, anytime and all this new age stuff, when it's talking about energies, right? And I know, I know you think it's neutral. I know you think it's neutral. You've been taught this stuff over and over and over. Y'all, there are only two powers on the planet. Can we say this? There are only two powers on the planet. There are only two powers on the planet. There are only two powers on the planet. Do we understand this? There's, e there's either God or Satan. I don't care how good they make it look. I don't care how mystical they try to make it as mysterious and, oh, this is good for you, this and that. Oh, oh, do this. Take this, take this, just wear this. It's going to give you all kind of powers and energy. Where is that power coming from? Have you ever asked that? Where does the power come from? Because there's only two sources of power. Somebody say amen. Now, listen. Anything that the world is doing, the devil is doing, he sourced it from the original. Somebody say amen. amen. However, um, you know, Jesus said that that there are some that come through the wrong door. They sneak in another way. Somebody say Amen. 
So anything in witchcraft, I just want to deal with this because we just came out of Halloween and all that. Y'all, anything, I mean, you can name anything. I mean, anything. Anything they got over there, anything, they got it from God. You ever see witches levitate? Huh? You ever seen this on movies? Yeah, they levitate stuff. Who levitated first? Who? Somebody been reading that Bible. Ena? Who else? Elijah? Who else? Jesus? He ascended up. They, they saw him going up. The devil, he can't think of it. Oh, he's like, oh, man. They doing that? Okay, the devils, let's learn how to do that. They have no original thought, y'all. Come on, somebody. You understand? They got to wait to see what God do so they can find out what to do. Harry Potter would have never had a wand and raise it up like this, unless who did it first? Moses. <laughs> Yo, there's nothing. Y'all, anything the devil is doing, come on, somebody. There'd have never been pornography or stripper poles if God hadn't invented sex. Who, who invented sex, though? Oh, it's quiet. Yo, y'all, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all don't like sex in here? Raise your hand, you don't like sex. Right. And if you ain't married, you, I mean, you're single, you, come on, somebody. If you're a virgin, you're still looking to it. I heard it's good. Yes, but the devil can't create nothing that good. All he can do is pervert it. There'd have never been homosexuals if there'd never been heterosexuals. They're rebelling against something. Come on, somebody. And it's so funny with the homosexuals. Like every, almost every time, especially black men, when you see two lesbians, right? You see that pretty little prissy girl, and then she don't like me and she don't need a man, but then her girlfriend look and act just like, man, walking around. <laughs> Looking at you crazy. Like, baby, I'm married. I don't want you, girl. <laughs> but you don't need no man. No, they're rebelling. Come on, somebody. All they're doing is the spirit that's rebelling against what's right. I don't want no man. And your girlfriend wearing dickies. Jerseys, baseball caps backwards, with a yeah, with a with a number one and a fade on the side. I tell why why you don't just get the real thing, and then get the substitute thing in bed if you know what I mean. No, you got the real thing. Why don't just get married to a man? Everybody say, Pastor, off the hook tonight. I know it. That's okay. Make my wife and my mama nervous. That's all right. <laughs> but y'all, this is just true. And nobody talks about this. This is why so many of us get sucked into all this other stuff. People wearing stuff, 
rocking stuff they don't know it. They got charms around their wrists. They got stuff around their neck. They got this and that. They doing this and that. They wearing this and that. They playing this, this, that, you know, because this, it releases what chakra? Christian people. What's the chakra? It's energy. Where did that come from? Anybody know where that came from? Yo, 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 yoga? Yoga? Nobody knows what yoga means. I'm going to yoga class. Do you know what the word yoga means? It means yoke. <laughs> That's what it means. You tied this, it's bondage. Do you know the first man that brought yoga to this country? Look him up. His name is Alistair Crawley. They called him the beast. He worshiped Satan. He brought Satanism to this country. He also brought Masonism. Mason. Mason. And we get involved, and we want all, and, and you know, I, don't, I don't blame people. People just want something that'll work for them. People just, they, they want something. And y'all, I blame pastors in the church because we've never taught the Bible the way it was supposed to be taught on a large scale. All we told people was that, you know, Jesus died for your sins. He wants you to go to heaven. Hey, I want to go to heaven. Anybody want to go to heaven? <laughs> How many of y'all want to go right now, though? No. Nah. <laughs> Yo, that's the dude asking the guy. He said, he said, hey man, you want to go to heaven? Mm-mm. He said, man, you want to go to heaven, right? Mm-mm. He said, man, you don't want to go to heaven when you die. He said, oh yeah, when I die, I thought you was rounding up a bunch to go right now. I was just saying, I don't want to go right now. So we all want to go to heaven, and that's all we preached about for years. But how many, how many of y'all know people trying to live on earth? Amen. People want to make it. People want to, people want to get ahead. Y'all, most of everything we're doing is trying to get ahead. Come on, let me see something. Huh? It's trying to get ahead. You want more money? Come on, somebody. Don't you want more money? What you want more money for? What you want? Mama, you got a lot of money. What you want more? What you want more for? What you want more for, Nikki? Can't can tell. How much more money you need? A lot. See? Now I'm gonna tell you. Answer like that, you ain't gonna get none. You better know how much you need. Amen. How much do you need? Here, here's the thing. Number one, how much do you need to come out of debt? How much do you need to get a house and a reliable car? How much do you need to have in savings for an emergency? You know, that's totally enough how much you need. How much you need to have to start your business and have your dream? Most of us don't have a figure. We say we want more money. Hello? You need to quantify it. Somebody say amen. Somebody ask you how much money you need. I need $1 million $1.65. However much it is, because I added it up. You understand what I'm saying? But so often we preach and, and, and talk and talk, you know, the word of God, and it was not everyday relevant. So people went out and they found something else that would be everyday relevant. 
So that's why we got to do this. We got to get something from here. We got to get a little bit something from yoga. We got to go to Oprah's life class and get something. We got to go get something from Farrakhan and the Quran. We got we, we just got a gumbo of beliefs and philosophies and stuff that we do. And y'all, I'm just going to tell you, if, if that's your you know, cup of tea, go ahead and have at it. But I'm going to tell you, you don't have to do all of that. You ain't got to do none of that. I'd rather get with the original. Somebody say amen. I'd rather get it from God. Come on, somebody. And y'all, I'm going to show you in the word of God. It's all in there. Everybody say, it's all in there. <laughs> Dr. Rogers is my best friend. He likes to say, it's like Gregu. It's in there. Y'all, this is what I'm saying. And I know you don't believe it. I know you don't believe it. Everything you need in life you can find in the word of God. And here it is, the Bible says, and I believe it, the word of God is powerful. The, the word of God is living, the Bible says. It's the only document on the planet that is living. And I can prove it to you several ways. But the very words that God used to create the planet is in this book. Somebody say amen. amen. The words that you need to know and confess to get from heaven to hell, from hell to heaven is in this book. Somebody say amen. amen. How Jesus healed the sick and raised the dead is in this book. So this book has everything to do with everything, about everything. You can find anything in the book, even stuff you don't like to talk about or think about or any of that stuff. You know, drugs is in the book. Did y'all know drugs is in the book? You know the Bible talk about drugs? You know, the Bible said in the end times, the whole world will be hooked on drugs. You didn't know that, did you? All you got to do is just get a lexicon and know how to translate the words. What word in the Bible means drugs? Pharmakia, which is what? Sorcery. Every time the Bible talk about sorcery, it's talking about drugs. So everything, every, everybody say everything. Everything you need is in the book. So you don't have to outsource from uh, the Nation of Islam. You don't have to out outsource from Deepak Chopper. You don't have to outsource from Oprah and Gail and Ileana Von Zahn. And you don't have to outsource from them. Now, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. You know, different strokes for different folks. But y'all, I found everything I need in the Word of God. And this is what I figured out. Everybody's copying the word of God anyway. So I might as well get it from the source. Come on, somebody. Even the uh, LGBT stuff with the pronouns, you know. You want to switch your pronouns? Just get saved and come to the body of Christ. Because you know what? When you get born again, I'm a man, I become the bride of Christ. I become her. Come on, somebody. Amen. And then if you're a woman and you get born again, the Bible says, now are we his sons. Come on, somebody. Amen. It's all in the word of God. Amen. Everything they trying to do. That's why the Bible says, there is nothing new under the sun. They telling you it's new. It ain't new. And watch this. There's a legitimate way to do everything that's evil. 
There's a legitimate way to do everything. And that's what the basis of special ed is about. You know, when we, when we teach, especially in behavior, when we teach behaviors, we find out what the function of the behavior is, and we find a replacement behavior that, 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 that can fulfill the same function, whatever the kid is doing. You see what I'm saying? So a kid can't sit down, he's one stand up and tap all the time, and stuff like that. So in special ed, what's the function of that? Well, his, his brain, how do I say, his brain is going slower than his, his, um, his mind, his brain is going slower than his mind or something. But anyway, we accommodate that by saying, okay, you can, you can use this fidget and do your work. Instead of tapping on the desk and making everybody, you know, disturbing everybody. Or you can stand up in this square and do your work while everybody's sitting down. You have to sit in the back. So what we do is we flip the function. We, 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 we flip the behavior and we, we keep the function. And y'all, anything that you're wanting to do, well, I don't know why I'm on this tonight. We're going to get back into the management. It's part of that. But y'all, getting drunk. You know, people like to get drunk, get high. Do you know that the Bible said that there is something in the Bible for that? Why y'all so quiet? Y'all didn't know that? Okay, let's, let's go. Uh, this, is, this is changing a little bit tonight. Maybe it's because of the people that's here. I don't know if God's talking on me. But I just, I just want to show there's nothing that the world has. And so, so often my son, uh, youth ministry stuff, you know, youth, they're always talking about you can't do nothing. You, if you go to church, you're a Christian, you can't do nothing. Yeah, that's not true. That's not true. There's a Christian counterpart, godly counterpart, for anything you want to do. You want to get drunk? You want to get lit? Let me show you. Let me show you. Oh, my God. How many of y'all used to get drunk? Ever got drunk before? Ever got high before? How many of y'all would be honest and say, it wasn't all bad? Sometimes it was fun. Huh? Okay, let me tell you, let me, oh, Lord, this is so good tonight. We talking about the power of imagination, but I just got to show you, the devil ain't got nothing, yo. I, got, I heard two amens on that. Y'all, I've done anything I've ever wanted to do in life. I've experienced it all. And a lot of it, I did it God's way. Some, somebody say amen. amen. Oh, boy. Let me get to this. Let's go to uh, Acts chapter 2. <laughs> this is so good. Are y'all with me? Let's look at verse two, uh, verse one. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Those of y'all get drunk and got high, you ain't never had nothing like this. this I, I'm going to show you something. 
And then appeared to them divided tongues and as a fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, and they were dwelling in Jerusalem, Jews devout from every nation. And when the sound occurred, the multitude came together, and they were confused because everyone heard them speak in his own language, and they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language? in which we were born, in Parthians, and Medes, and Elements, and uh, those from Mesopotamia, and Judea, and Cappadocia, and Pontus, and Asia, and Phrygia, and Pamphylia, and Egypt, and parts of Libya, and just all these nations, uh, visits from Rome, and Jews, and Cretans, and Arabs. It was all these people that were there celebrating, and we hear them speaking in our language, and, and they begin to mock. Look at verse 13. They're full. Anybody, anybody ever heard that? When you get high? Anybody ever heard something? Like, I'm full. Anybody ever heard that? Listen to this. <laughs> and Peter standing with the 11. He said, men of Judea, be known to you. And heed these words. For these, look at verse 15, are not drunk as you suppose. These people not Christian. Do you know a drunk person, even when you're not drunk, you know a drunk person when you see them? How many of y'all can tell somebody how? Let me see here. I can tell when people how. <laughs> Who is it at the time? We had a musician come, and he was hot as a kite, smelling like weed, y'all. And I told him, I said, bro, you can't come in there high. Man, I ain't high. Couldn't even open his eye. I ain't high. Bro, you has a kite, bro. What you mean? And you smell like Snoop Dogg's man. <laughs> so these are not Christian people. These are not stuff shirts. These are people that know about getting drunk, getting high. And they say, these people are drunk. Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> but Peter said, listen, these people are not drunk as you suppose. It's only the third hour of the day. What time was it? Pardon me? 9 a.m. See, the Jews count the hours from 6 a.m. So the first hour is 7, second hour is 8, third hour is 9. He said, man, these people ain't drunk. It's 9 o'clock in the morning. Somebody say amen. <laughs> but y'all, you can get, find that scripture in Ephesians. Alondra about the uh, drunk, don't be, don't be drunk or wine. Y'all, you can get, now I know most of y'all ain't never experienced this. Most of y'all ain't never experienced this. And I'm not going to ask nobody to lie because you're going to try to make yourself look good or whatever. But y'all, you can get literally drunk in the spirit. I'm talking about for real though. Like where you just drunk. And you feel like you're drunk. But there's no hangover. Now, wherever my son is, where you at, brother? Okay, so he remembered this. So we started a youth ministry in North Carolina years ago, back in 2000. We started with four kids. We ended up with about 200, 150. And, y'all, we would have the craziest services simultaneous to the adults. So the adults would be in there having Tuesday night Bible study, and we would be in the basement. And, y'all, the Spirit of the Lord began to move. So, and there were some things that we did to really evoke that with our young people. And um, 
And y'all, we had ex-lesbians, homosexuals, drug heads. We had gangbangers. Dude came in, laid his nine millimeter on the, on the altar. You remember that, son? Yeah. And y'all, we would have crazy services where people would get, now you know, black teenagers, they, they don't, you know what I'm saying? They don't put on. If it ain't, if it's whack, they be like, man, you suck. You know, I mean, they just, you know, you know how it is. And y'all, this is what we had. I'm talking hardcore too. They didn't come from private schools. That they, they was thugs, right? Came from the streets. And they got born again. And y'all, we cultivated such a worship atmosphere that y'all, so, <laughs> son, hypocritical, just like, just like I did with you Sunday, you know, y'all went over. We would go over the time. We would try to gauge it when the adults got out. But now, if it got out of control, we we go over time. And I, I remember adults coming down there, you know, parents. Let's try to pass around and keep my kid. And they come in the door. And y'all, the power guy would hit them. And they, some people would fall down. I mean, I remember one time our, our musician, um, he was a teenage boy and uh, that we laid hands on, couldn't really play before. We laid hands on him and now he's producing with top producers in the nation right now. He's, he's called, he did our whole album, Hype Nation, and, and, and LJ, and he, he could not stand up. We had to literally carry him to his car. People would come in, they couldn't stand, they couldn't stand on their feet. They, they had to fall, to, they fell to the floor. Our kids was in there like, and so, we thought it was just our church. So then when we did the teen, when we did the youth album, we went on tour. And we were in North Carolina time. We came here to Windsor Village. Kathy Taylor, you know the big church. Yeah? This for the pastor went to jail. Praying for that bro. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, we had five, six hundred kids. You remember this? He was here. We had five, six hundred kids in that room. We brought our band, our praise team that had experienced that. They came. We did the same thing in Missouri City at the Power Center. Y'all know where the Power Center is? Yeah. At the Power Center, and y'all, all 500 kids laid out on the floor. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a power of God that will knock you off your feet, that you can't, you can't stand up. What else do drunk people do? They start laughing. Start laughing uncontrollably. Hello? You ever hear people drunk try to talk? Huh? You start talking in tongues, right? Where's the scripture at? Ephesians 5.18, let's go there. Ephesians 5.18. Are y'all with me today? I'm just showing you the Bible, y'all. And y'all, I know people that used to get high. I know people that used to get drunk. Some of them is in this room. And y'all, when, when they got with God, they didn't want to get drunk no more. They didn't want to get high no more. Now you see them worshiping or doing something on Sunday. What's wrong with them? Hey, y'all, you don't know where somebody came from. Amen. But some of them trying to get that, trying to get that high from the most high. Somebody say amen, no? Amen. 
God, why am I going here tonight? What is it? 518. All right. They done caught up with us. But it's Ephesians 518. Listen to this. It says, and don't be drunk with wine. No, notice what it said. It said, don't be drunk with wine. It didn't say don't be drunk. Did y'all hear what I just said? Oh, Lord, why y'all so religious? Y'all don't follow this? Y'all don't get this? Ain't nobody thick in here, right? Y'all can follow some semantics of a sentence. Look what it say. It say, don't be drunk with wine. So that insinuates you can be drunk with something. And it's going to tell you. Look, look what it says. It says, don't be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So you can be drunk in the Spirit. That's what it's saying. Y'all, Mama Gould, she was here. It's a true story. I don't think she was telling. My wife picked up from the airport. She gets off the airplane laughing, loud, walking like this, couldn't hardly get in the car. This true? Get in the car, and she just laughing, and she kept telling Jeannie, I'm drunk, I'm drunk, I'm drunk. I said, what the word? So I called, you know, make sure she got her off the flight okay, she got in okay. I called, all I hear is, Mama go in the back. <laughs> she just laughing. I said, Gina, what's going on? She said, put him on the speaker. Put him on the speaker. Pastor Randy, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I'm drunk. Gina said the, 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 her car filled up with the presence of God. Not, not real good. Is that what happened? In a, in a little GL 300, 3LC Mercedes, it filled with the presence of God. And she could feel it. So she started getting drunk. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, I want the day one time when I come to church and everybody high and everybody get drunk and we keep drinking. Come on, somebody. And we ain't got to worry about no hangover. Yo, it can happen. But so many of us, we keep going back, taking a sip, going back, smoking a joint. Save people. You don't have to do that. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, y'all, I wish I could, but I can't because it would totally embarrass my wife. But, y'all, I'm going to tell you. I'll just say this. Sex and sin, which... Most people, that's all they're going to experience in life. Y'all, it, it, ain't, it ain't nothing. <laughs> I, I, I don't have both. It ain't nothing. But you talking about you get in a marriage with a spirit-filled person, you ain't even... I'm going to stop. Stop. You want me to stop? Or you want me to tell them some more? <laughs> I got like five details I want to tell them. Don't tell them nothing? Okay. They need to find out for themselves. Okay, y'all, I'm just telling you. And so many of y'all, you know, it's got to be some, man, I wish I could have a threesome, foursome, all that. Y'all, and y'all, I'm telling you, when I was in the world now, when, you know, 
There's things I can't say, y'all. But I, I know, I know, verifiable. The devil don't have nothing on God. That's all I'm going to try to tell you. The devil ain't got nothing on God's stuff. Anything the devil give you is going to have side effects. It's going to have, you're going to have to pay the piper. You're going to, I mean, it's going to always, it's always going to be some with it. Somebody say amen. amen. But I'm talking about when you get what God got for you. Come on, somebody. If you just get it from the original. Come on, somebody. Just get it from the source. Come on, somebody. The one that created all things anyway. Wonder who invented the orgasm. How many times you heard that in the church? Satan must have did that. I, I can't, go, I, I know. And we got children in the room. But y'all, I'm just saying. And this is why we're religious. And this is why we don't have comprehensive Christianity. And this is why we don't live a whole life for God. Because we feel like there's only certain things. That I can get from God, but I got it. You know, if I want to get a buzz, I got to turn on Frankie, Beverly, and Maze and, 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 and light me up one. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. And you keep doing it if you want to. But I'm saying, I'm saying what I got is better. Now, you don't know if it's better. I've had both, and I know it's better. Somebody say amen. amen. All, you got, all you got to figure out is, do you think God going to let the devil beat him in anything? No. No. It's like saying, well, maybe, maybe Pastor Randy could beat LeBron James in a one-on-one. There's no way. There's no way. I don't care how good you think I can play basketball. You think LeBron James can, can beat me in a one-on-one every day of the week. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, y'all, I'm almost done. I'm out of time, y'all. But I, I wanted to tell y'all that tonight, y'all. I want to tell y'all that tonight. God switched my message, but I want to tell y'all that tonight. Everything that we're trying to get and trying to do outside of God, y'all, if we would just submit to God, if we would just do it his way. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then if we get delivered, whatever we need to, we got demon problems, we got mental issues, whatever, God can heal all that stuff. Somebody say amen. amen. I mean, I'm just trying to think of something else. Like, what else, what, what else do, we, do we go after in the world that, that, that God, y'all, you know money? Y'all, you know money. How are people trying to get it? Scratch offs. Huh? Casinos. Do you think people going to casinos not to win? Okay. Is it obvious that the casinos are not losing? Have you ever been to Vegas? They're not losing, y'all. You know that, right? But people are so desperate. 
They've given up hope. They've given up on life. And some people, the only way I can get ahead is if I scratch off. Only way I can get ahead is I'm doing something illegal. Only way I can get ahead. Come on. And God got it for you. We say it, but we don't believe it. Psalms 23. Let's quote it together. What? The I Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what that said? How many of y'all want some stuff? Okay. The Bible says if the Lord is fully your shepherd, you're going to get to a place where you don't want nothing. Everything you ever wanted, he's going to supply it. Stop. He's not going to supply it while you keep trying to go get it from other places. Come on, somebody. Come on, wife. Your husband out kissing every other woman in the neighborhood, then come back trying to get some kisses from you. You going for that? No, that's how God is. You can go ahead and do everything you want to do, try to get all that kind of stuff from everybody else. Hello? God ain't doing nothing. But he's saying, when you make me your shepherd. Come on, somebody. When you make me your source. Come on. When you stop committing adultery, and the Bible literally says this, with all these other gods. It says, whoring after other gods. And that's what it is when you got this gumbo of release. You go over here to Farrakhan. You go over here to Oprah. You go over here to Hinduism. You go over here to Buddhism. And then you mix it in with Christ. No. God say, no, I don't have no effect of that. I want to be the only true and living God in your life. Jesus is Lord. He wants to be Lord. And he's not, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. My wife don't want to be one of seven women that, you know, I see a week. She's not going for that. God don't go for that. You remember that old hymn of the church? Y'all remember that old hymn of the church? Say, I can't go for that. No, I, no can do. Y'all remember that one? Yeah. That's how God is. And that's the reason stuff's not working for you. What does he say in uh, Exodus 20, verse 5? Thou shalt not have any other gods before me. Y'all, you know, where's Alex? First book. First book in the Kingdom Number series. From living in the hood to eating the good, right? Let's write that. Just that, that testimony, all of that. And about Hurricane Harvey. Y'all, when I tell you this is literally true. The Lord is my shepherd. I have no wants. I don't. Like, he's giving me everything I wanted. I'm talking materially right now. I want to finish losing weight, but that ain't his fault. He can't do that. Somebody say amen. amen. I got to do that. But as far as anything, a vehicle, clothes, jerk, like anything, like, he's giving me everything. Houses, anything I want, cars, like, y'all, I'm set, I'm satisfied he wants you to be satisfied. But I'm going to tell you, it didn't start happening till I made God my source. So I don't take his money and scratch off. I don't take his money and waste it at Kashad or somewhere. Somebody say amen. I don't get involved in 
shysty, risky business that's on the verge of being criminal. We don't know if it's legal or not. I know none, none of y'all know about that kind of stuff. Is this legal? Have you ever had to ask, is this legal? Can we go to jail? You doing the wrong stuff. What if we get caught? Don't do that stuff. <laughs> now, how many years can a person get for this? You know you're doing the wrong stuff. Did you see what I'm saying? Why do people do that, though? Why? Why do they do it? Because they're desperate, and they have no hope that anything else can remedy what they're going through right now. And y'all, some of y'all heard my testimony. Poe, toe up from the floor up. All the jokes, couldn't pay attention. You know, just didn't have, just didn't have nothing. Broke, broken and broke, under broke. You understand what I'm saying? And my mom and my wife, they are living with, they know. She know because I call her, and every time, it be moment, oh, mom. <laughs> How you doing? Like, how do you borrow, you know, thousands of dollars for someone? What should you say first? You probably should say, how you doing? How you doing, mom? You doing all right? She knows, coming. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Kind of going through some times right now. You got 1,500 alcohol <laughs> to payday? Did I ever ask you for that kind of money? Oh, yeah. I know it's like to be broke. And I was, I was looking at every other source. Go to Philippians 4.19. What does it say? What does it say? What does it say? My God shall supply. Who, who's going to do it? My God. You know, the king of Sodom, which, think about that. The king of Sodom was going to give Abraham some money. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to take none from you because I don't want nobody to say that Puff Daddy made me rich. Because everybody knows what you got to do if Puff Daddy make you rich now. He said to King Solomon, he said, I'm not going to let nobody say that you made me rich. What does the scripture say one more time? But who? My God shall supply. What J.D. Pinkett said, entanglement. Some of y'all done been entangled with the wrong, like it's men involved with women that they, that they think are ugly, don't even like, they don't even like them. But they don't have no money. They need a soft place to land. So they moved in with Brenda. Because she overweight and she got buck teeth. And you, know. and you see them guys. I, me and my wife, we watch these people. We see them out at the Cheesecake Factory on the weekend because we, we date. And they do way back here. at the restaurant. Ain't got nothing but a mouth with a toothpick in it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And here go Belinda. She got her purse. She's paying for everything. We've never seen this, huh? Why he with her? Because God ain't supplying his need. Women, come on, somebody. With dudes, they don't even like. But he got a good job. Everybody say pimping ain't easy. Yeah, man. That's what they're doing. See, it's all kind of behaviors because we won't lean on God. And we've lost hope in any other, anything about. So we come to church and we be religious and we say, yeah. And we say, Jesus can't work it out. And we do all that stuff. And the preacher, God is a lawyer that never loves a king. He's a doctor in the sick room. He's a, all that stuff. Everybody's sick, everybody going to jail, losing their court cases. But we say that stuff, we don't believe that stuff. And then when it comes time for the real deal, come on, somebody. you got to do what you got to do when the rent is due. Come on. And my God is not my source. So we're doing something rash with a little bit of cash and some strange with a little bit of change and Stuff we don't even like to do. Stuff we don't even want to do. Because the Lord's not our shepherd. Y'all, here's what I'm saying. Why don't we just let God be the source? Wasn't that a song? You're the source of my continued hope for all I do. You're lying. Jesus, you're the center of No. No. And we come up with another plan. Y'all know that term, Negro rig? But we don't say Negro. That's what we're doing with life. Most people, Negro rigging everything. And that's why ain't nothing working. Why don't you get off YouTube? Why don't you throw away all your charm bracelets? Why don't you go take that sage and put it in some dressing where it belongs and stop burning the sage? And stop doing all that hocus pocus stuff, trying to get ahead and stop calling the California psychics. It's in the room. Because when you get desperate, man, people do desperate stuff. And all you got to do is just submit to the God of the Bible, get in the Bible, come to a good church where the pastor can show you what's in the Bible. Oh, stop trying everything. Try Jesus. Y'all, he's satisfied. Oh, God. I, I, I don't know what we're going to call this. I don't know what we're calling it. I don't know. It's not the power of imagination tonight, but let me try to tie it in. <laughs> Go to Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him. Y'all, listen. Why would you go? You don't have to go outside of the body of Christ for nothing. You don't have to go outside of God for nothing. 
Now, I'm not saying, this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying, you, you know, you can't do business with unbelievers, stuff like that. No, you got to function in the world, but God will even use them. You know, the president sent a $25,000 check that we got today. You know, I never met that man in my life. I hope he's a believer. I don't know. I don't know. But you know who did it, though? God. Because we were praying to God to do it. He uses people. But look at Ephesians 3 and 20. Now, let's dissect this. Now unto him, 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 that is able to do exceedingly above, abundantly above all that we can ask or think. Using our imagination. How many of y'all ever been somewhere on a vacation or sightseeing and you saw something that took your breath away? Keep your hands up. Keep your hands up. What was it? Pyramids. So you went to Cairo. What? A sunset. Snowy Mountain. Jews in Colorado. You saw it. The Grand Canyon. Water in Jamaica. Yeah. View from a cruise ship in the ocean. Waters in Japan. Yeah. I saw what it was like 30 feet in the ocean when you jump off a ship in Hawaii. That water is blue. And I had a moment, I said, am I ever going to get back to the top? Because when you weigh 300 pounds, you jump into that ocean. You know, ain't no, ain't no bottom to pull. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that took my breath away. Go ahead, Bob. What'd you see? Saw God. Saw God. Amen. St. Thomas. No words. Took the words. Beautiful. Yeah. His creation. All right. I got you. Now, here's what I want, want you to know. You got something? Sunset. Hey, anybody ever been to Niagara Falls? Crazy. It's bananas. Take your breath away. Now, here's what I'm saying. Think about all that stuff that we and put it all together. It says, now unto him that can do exceedingly abundantly above any of that that we said that we saw. Come on, somebody. Because we're thinking about it, right? We're remembering it. That's a thought. He said, way above what we could ask or think. Think about all the stuff we could ask. We can't bankrupt God in here if we all ask for a million oil wells in this room right now. God can do exceedingly abundantly above that. So why in the world would you go outside of him for anything? I 
I mean, he, he's the heavenly Walmart. It's all in there. Do you understand? Whatever you need. Now, you go to a good Walmart. Can you get a better for your car? Can you get some Cheerios? Can you get some draws? Can you get some tomatoes? Can you get some toilet tissue? Can you get a video game? Can you get AirPods? You can get everything. One stop shop. While we chasing after everything else, while we going after everything else, if we would just go after You can get it all in him. I've seen people, 15 said, get rich or die trying. I've seen a lot of people die trying. A lot of my classmates died trying. Died trying to find happiness, trying to find love, looking for love in all the wrong places. Died trying to find a high. Trying to find a feeling, just a feeling. If I could just get that feeling back. Anybody ever been searching for a feeling? Just to get a feeling. I can get that feeling again. That's how people get hooked on drugs. And they can never get it again quite because all that dopamine was released. And by the time they try to get it again, it, the dopamine had not been recreated, stored up. So, so they just getting another look. And then a look. And they can never get that feeling again. Y'all, people go, dying for feelings, dying for money, dying, dying trying, trying to find love, dying trying to find happiness, dying trying to find contentment, dying tr trying to find what they don't even know what they're trying to find. Just People just confused, just out here scratching and surviving, right? Like good times say. And y'all, <laughs> when we got a God who says, Man, ask me anything. I, I can do more than that. Think or imagine anything. I can do more than that. What do you want? What do you, what do you, what do you want? I got it for you. Milton Bronson, this song, song, whatever you want, God's got it. It's called God's got it. Whatever you need. Y'all, he'll supply whatever you want. Do we believe that? So why are we outsourcing to so many other things? Trying to find it. Trying to get it. And y'all, it's not going to all happen overnight. You couldn't handle it all at one time. But I'm going to tell you, the greatest decision I made was to give my life to Christ and not commit adultery on him. I've never tried any other religion. Now, I done backslid and sinned and all that stuff. Y'all, I ain't never tried to do nothing else. But love God and read the Bible. Never got into Eastern mysticism. Never got into yoga. Never got into any of that stuff because I knew where it came from. You know, we was at... We was in school playing football. You know, we just called it stretch, stretching, just stretch. Now everything got to be yoga. Everything's becoming spiritual. 
That's what the devil wants. He wants to deceive people, so many people. But y'all, I, I want to challenge you tonight. This, this, this is what I want to say. If you're here tonight, and we've said this before, we haven't said it in a long time. Could you give God a year? Fidelity. Fidelity. Give him a year and nothing else. I'm talking about the God of the Bible. Don't read no Nostradamus. Don't, no, like none of, that, no, none of that other spooky, spooky, spooky stuff. Kooky and spooky. See, the book of Enoch say, hey, man, <laughs> do you know what the book of John say? I'm saying, y'all, the thing that's made the difference in my life is the word of God. That was, the, that was the, the number one decision I made. Number two, the most important decision I made was to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And number three, the most, third most important decision I made was, Lord, show me what my purpose and assignment here on earth is. Everything else came out of that. My marriage, my children, our businesses, the money, the church, everything else hung on those three decisions that I made. And I want to challenge you tonight. Some of you may have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Some of you may need to come back to him with fidelity. No, I'm not reading nothing else. I ain't doing nothing else. It's just you. Number two, some of you need to make the decision to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It'll take you to the next level, Christian living. And number three, if you're here today and you don't know what your assignment is, it's not because God don't want you to know. If you're old and don't know, it's because you really don't want to know. Because you're afraid that he may actually do something you don't want to do. If you're young, I knew my assignment at 13. I knew it before 13. I accepted it at 13. So there's no excuse in this room. Three decisions. Give your life to Christ. Come on, guy. Number two, <laughs> the baptism of the Holy Spirit. For real. Don't stop till you get it. And number three, Lord, what is my assignment? What am I placed on earth to do? Every head bowed, every eye closed.